Welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I'm Lydia Pierre, founder and CEO of Pierre Branding Group. We help create stories that resonate with audiences to forge unforgettable, unique brand experiences. These stories ultimately become infused with all aspects of the client's branding, thereby turning entrepreneurs into media celebrities by growing their authority and helping them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal to you how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I'm your host, Lydia Pierre. And today we have a very special guest. He is someone who is very, very great at helping people to make money as well as position themselves so that they can continue to make money. We have Casey Stubbs, who is a U.S. Army veteran and a father of nine, but even more than that, he's an entrepreneur and a leader, and he is a successful business owner and trader. Welcome to this show, Casey. Thanks, Lydia. Great intro. <laughs> I try. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, Casey, I mean, it's always better to hear it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. So, Casey, tell us about you. Who are you? How did you get started? And what is your story? Uh, so I'd say probably the first thing I am is uh, uh, just a really hard worker. I like to work, uh, which is a good thing. I got that from my dad. Um, he demonstrated how to work hard every day, showed up to work, and that was really instilled in me. And so now I'm trying to teach my kids that same work ethic. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. And and I know you believe that hard work builds character, right? So, um, so you're very big on character building, and it just definitely shows that you want to instill that character trait within them as well, because it's helped you get to where you are today, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking earlier uh, in the beginning that, uh, you have your ups and downs and you got to have strong character to go through the, both the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it makes you a better leader, a better teacher, a better coach and consultant, which you are as well. You help people to be able to not only, um, build wealth, but to be able to understand that space where it comes to trading, which can be very, very confusing for a lot of people. Right. So how did you get into trading? Well, uh, I've been trading for a long time, early 90s. I was just in high school and my dad uh, was a trader, but he didn't know how to uh, use the computer. And me growing up in the computer generation, I knew how. they. It was right when stock trading first got online. And mm -hmm. so he's like, I don't know how to use this computer. So I helped him get it all set up. And then at the same time, I was like, wow, you can actually make money by just buying a stock. I love this. And wow. so I got like, I had visions of myself becoming a millionaire trading stocks as a very young person. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, I love what you said there was how you had visions of it, because I think that's where it really starts. And we're big on mindset here as well, because you have to see yourself where you want to be in order to even get there. Right. So when you visualize yourself as this millionaire, what was those visions for you? What, is, what did those look like? Uh, you know, vision is definitely a gifting that I believe that I have because I always believe, first of all, I always believe that I can do something. And so whether that's makes any, it actually doesn't even make sense. Like, okay, yeah, I see someone doing something. I'm like, I can do that. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Like, I've just got this self-confidence. 
Um, and so that really helps, but vision too. I, I always am shooting for the stars, always mm -hmm. going for the biggest and best. I have too much vision and it, it's actually hurt me a lot. It's caused a lot of pain. Cause I've just, I chase shiny objects, mm -hmm. you know, I go after everything that I can see. And so as that I've matured, I still have that vision, which is great, but I've learned to uh, control it a little bit more. Right. Right. Well, I love that you're self-aware. Because <laughs> that's a big part of it as well. So your self-awareness really is a, a big component um, when it comes to character and being able to not only stay disciplined, but to be able to put put those strategies in place, I'm sure, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you have to be able to see or try to see where your um, weaknesses are or where you're mm -hmm. making mistakes. And so a big thing about being self-aware too, I think is realizing that you can be wrong. And, um, you know, if you and I, Lydia are having a, a discussion and you think you're right. And I think I'm right. Well, obviously I think I'm right. That's why I'm having an argument or a discussion about it, but I have to be open to the possibility that maybe you're right. 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 Cause both people can be right. Cause it's all about perception. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or maybe I'm dead wrong and you're right. Right, right, right. So let's talk to me about some of those mistakes, right? Some of those things and challenges that helped you build the character that you have built today. Because a, a lot of times people feel like they see people on top or on the rise and they kind of forget that they're human too and that they've gone through some things um, that, that kind of maybe made them want to give up at one point. But so what are some things that you may have went through or overcame to be who you are today? Okay. So I'm smiling because I have so many different things I could talk about. I don't know which one to pick and it could take all day. Um, <laughs> but I would say, you know, and some, sometimes it's like making the same mistake over and over again. Like mm -hmm. how many times can you make that same mistake? Uh, for me, sometimes it's quite a few, okay. quite often. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think the more resilient you are as a person and the tougher you are and the harder that you have vision, the more you can plow through it and you just make it make mistake and mistake and mistake. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Eventually when you're about ready to fail, then you finally change. Right. You're finally willing to change. And so that's a big part of it is being willing to change your behavior. Um, mm -hmm. And so for me, it takes a long time. I'm very dense. I, I'm very, I, I feel like I'm pretty strong. Right. And I can carry a lot of weight. And yeah. so that's a great strength but it's also a good weakness because it's hard for me to change. Uh, so to, I haven't even answered your question yet, uh, but I would say uh, one big challenge I had was two years ago, uh, I'd been in business for 10 years at this point and I hit my $2 million. I did $2.2 million in revenue. And uh, I really thought that I'd made it. I had a really big increase and um, you know, 10 years in the business, $2 million. I'm really happy with myself. Well, I didn't handle that growth very well. And I ended up spending a lot more money in marketing because I was trying to grow too fast. Uh, I spent too much money in adding people on staff. And then the next thing I know, my revenue slowed down. And instead of adapting quickly, I ended up trying to keep the growth going and ended up taking on debt. And then now I've got like, I spent all of my profit. Then I collected a lot of debt and now the business is slowing down. And so uh, it caused quite a bit of pain. Wow. Um, but 
I finally adjusted <laughs> and now I'm back on the rise again. Leaders on the rise. Right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Two years of pain though. Wow. 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 And I mean, and, and I'm sure a lot of us can resonate with that because I, I, for one, resonate with that because you see the growth and you, you feel like, wow, this is what it's supposed to be, right? You're supposed to keep growing, but right. there's a time and season for everything, right? So understanding that there's a time to take a, take a pause and be, get acclimated to where you are during your growth process, right? And maybe even building that into your strategy and being someone that deals with money and people who are trading and kind of essentially trading money for money or so to speak, that, that you tend to see a lot of growth, but then you also see a lot of downs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Lydia, one thing that applies both in trading and in business is managing your risk mm. and managing your cash flow. So in trading, if you make $1,000 on a trade, you want to make sure that you're risking a little bit so you are able to hang on to that money. And mm. same thing with business, keep your cash flow under control. Um, and that's a lesson in both instances that I've had to learn many, many, many times before I finally figured it out. Oh, wow. 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 And I know that you're a consultant as well. So you teach people this. So you essentially, you have courses, you have classes. So what are some of your teachings when it comes to helping people to understand the market, understand trading and understand how to position themselves for success? I try to do foundational approach. And here's kind of my method that I like to use when I'm teaching. Uh, so this works for business too, but if we look at um, a orchestra, right? You've got all of these different instruments right. okay? and every single person is like an expert in their instrument. And so in order, if one of those people, you know, you got the, like the, the flute guy and he's like really jacked up, <laughs> it ruins <laughs> the whole situation, right? It messes <laughs> the whole performance up. And so trading is like that right? You've got to, you, and investing, you have to learn every single instrument in order to be successful. And it seems a little bit overwhelming and it can be if you look at it like that, mm -hmm. but if you just take one thing at a time and say, okay, I got to learn. And so I try to teach it as a foundation. I said, these are the core skills you must master and work it as a foundation. And if you do not master each one of these skills, you will not be successful. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's basically the, the pillars, <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. So, so like in your business, what are some of your key pillars that you like to focus on? Oh, well, for, for, first of all, is mindset for me. I, I think it's important for people to have that branding mindset because you have to be ready. You have to have the foundation of your business in place to be able to withstand the benefits of branding. Right. So a lot of people get a great idea and they think, Oh, I'm going to just start building my brand, but they don't have a business <laughs> to hold and help support that brand. Yes. So now they're building this momentum and reputation and things, but then now that people want to work with them or want to buy their product or whatever, there's no systems and processes in place to even deliver on the brand promise. See, now that fits in with the orchestra thing. Because yes. You need an audience to sell, but if you get the audience, which comes first, the chicken or the egg, which comes uh -huh. the audience or the product? <laughs> yes. The chicken and the egg dilemma. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That one is, it shows up a lot in business, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a right answer. Cause if you have an audience, then you can sell anything, so to speak, but mm -hmm. you want to really be good at what you do. So you need to know what it's going to be. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wonder if there's a way to, you know how they say you build the build the boat as you sail kind of a thing. I guess at some point you're kind of doing that at some point. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I started. I was actually in construction. This was another down period of my life. I was in construction in 2008 um, working and uh, lost my job because of being laid off because there was no work. And mm-hmm. so I didn't know what to do. I tried to get a lot of jobs. So it's like you said, building the boat. I'm like, I'm going to build a website. That's right. got to work. Right. 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 So I did a website and then people started coming. So I actually had my audience before I had anything else. Oh, wow. I was about trading because I knew a little bit about trading. I've been trading for many years. My dad was a trader. So I'm like, I'm going to create a website about trading. And people started reading my content, visiting my website. Oh, like, okay, wow. Wait, I need to make money from this now. Oh, well, that mean then you monetize it, right? Then you yeah, find a way to monetize exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, nice. So you didn't even know that you were doing it. It just kind of worked itself out. I was taking a stab in the dark because I was broke. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> but look, it all worked out for you in the end. And I guess that's another thing to kind of think like, as, as long as you put yourself in a position to learn and be open, eventually, things will start to work itself out because it starts to make sense. Knowledge is power, but applied knowledge is the beginning of everything. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true, Lydia. And, uh, you know, one of the big things, I totally agree with you on mindset. It's so important. I work really hard on mindset and um, also consistency. Mm -hmm. You know, tiny little things every single day equal big things. And if you're faithful with a little thing, you can be faithful with a big thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, is that a part of your teaching when you talk to your clients at tradingstrategyguides.com? Yes, I say it every day because, you know, in we get these big dollar signs in trading. We want to make, you know, we want to make money right away, you know, right. but here's the thing. If you're trying to make five, ten thousand dollars in trading and you can't make one dollar first, you're way out of your league. <laughs> you know, learn mm-hmm. to make a dollar a day before you make to work, learn to make ten thousand a day. Right, right. And then learn how to manage that, right? Learn how to yeah. yeah. And your capacity is capacity is what you can carry and what you can store. So your capacity increases. And so you're not going to be able to carry that capacity right away. Wow. Say that one more time. That was that was kind of deep. Well, you know, <laughs> as you grow, you grow, right? And you can carry more. And so right away, mentally, mindset-wise, skill-wise, everything, you just can't. You can't handle that too early. Uh, you have to grow to be able to carry it. its capacity. And that's one of the reasons why you have so many ups and downs because mm. you hit a growth spurt, but you're not ready to carry that load yet. I love that. And and I guess that answers the question that you were saying or that the scenario that you gave earlier about how you tried to keep that growth going even when you weren't ready. Exactly. Cause you want it, you want it now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a valuable lesson and gem for you to drop is because in, in this space that we're in, in this world, you're supposed to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and biting off more than you can chew essentially. Right. And I, it's, it applies in branding as well. You want to brand yourself into this big, whatever, but you don't have the infrastructure to handle the benefits or the growth that you're going to be seeing from the marketing and from the PR and all of that. So it's it's better to take your time and monitor your capacity. Yeah. Lydia, I got to, I don't know the answer to this. So maybe, you know, but I always get so amazed when I see people that rockets shoot, 
you know, like the, what they call is like unicorns where they go like from, you know, somebody like Mark Zuckerberg, a young person that becomes a multi-billionaire and he grew the business from the ground up. Like, I just wonder, cause for me, every time I get shot, I go right back down and then I go mm -hmm. back up and then I go down and it's, so how does somebody go from like zero to a billion? Like, how does that even happen? Like, how does he carry that load? Right. Right. And I, it might be just what we're talking about today where people see the end result but they don't see all the stuff you went through in, in between. That's true. Yeah. Right? So Because yeah, we exactly. don't know what Mark Zuckerberg has been going through or is no. going through. Or <laughs> no. the family members that probably came out the woodworks or try to bleed him dry. Oh. The friends he <laughs> lost and things. Because it could That's be- worse than winning the lottery, you know? It That's is. That's why when you win the lottery, you don't tell your friends and family. <laughs> Mom's the word. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like that even in business, it doesn't even have to be the lottery. As you grow, growth feels like loss, Casey. Growth feels like loss. Like you could be growing and then you feel like you're losing people as you're growing because you have to let go in order to grow a lot of times. And I don't think a, a lot of people realize that because they're so busy wanting to grow. And part of that down you're feeling is things that you have to let go of. So it might be friends who aren't in that same mindset as you or business people or business partners who just don't believe in the vision and you have to let them go so that you can continue to move forward. So I've learned that growth feels like loss. Yeah. Wow. And just another little thing that popped in my head when you're talking about growth feels like loss is that growth is costly. It mm. costs you a lot to grow. It does. It does. So it's kind of like how bad do you really want it? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's why it's easy. It's not for everybody, right? That's Then everybody would be a millionaire. Everybody would be filthy rich if it was easy because it takes a level of stubbornness almost. So the kind of like you talk about how that stubbornness worked against you, but I think it helps you too. Because <laughs> you have to, you have to have a, a sense. You have to be almost crazy. You have to be, to be a Mark Zuckerberg, you have to be crazy enough to do it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Cause most people <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't do it. No, yeah, I wouldn't even do it. Like I push hard and I work a lot of hours, but I'm not going to give up everything. You know, I've mm -hmm. got my family, I've got things that are, I just can't give all that up. It's right. not worth it to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I guess that's again, monitoring your capacity. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> like you check your capacity, you know, okay, I don't have the capacity to go that far. This is where yeah. This is where it slow it down. You know, I think for me, I, a lot mm -hmm. of my pain was self-inflicted because I'm trying to go too fast. So yeah. as I get a little bit older, I'm trying to slow things down. Oh, I like that. Slow yeah. things down and smell the roses and enjoy the moments, right? Yeah. Along and you're going to get burned if you grow too fast anyway. It's just one yeah. step at a time. Yeah. And you'll get there slow and steady. Yeah. The race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. So tell us how someone can get involved with you and work with you. Like, where do they go? How do they connect with you? How do they contact you so they can get uh, you as a coach? Well, thank you so much. So um, my website is tradingstrategyguides.com. And I have a, a gift for everyone that listens to me on a podcast, a, a report, a, a training guide on how to get started in trading. But it's uh, tradingstrategyguides forward slash podcast if you want to check out that guide. And you can see all my education on tradingstrategyguides.com. That's awesome. And you're also a speaker. <laughs> I, you know, I do a lot of speaking. I, I do a podcast. I host a trading room. I preach Sunday sermons at my church when my pastor's away. So I do a lot of public speaking as well. Awesome. And you can learn more about that at caseystubs.com. 
<laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, because I see you do speaking, and of course, your podcast is on there as well. So I think I think it's amazing all the great things you're doing. And I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people they're so busy focused on the business side of of people like us who are doing these things in the industries that they don't realize we're human too, right? In the sense that we want to see the world be a better place around us, even if it's not the entire world, but starting with the world around us. And I know you have a heart for helping people. Um, and, and that's kind of why you got into that space of training and educating people so that they can be able to be successful themselves and kind of, you know, win as well. Yeah, no, that's a good point. You know, one thing that I try to hang on to, which is really difficult, is that you ask yourself why why did you get started in the first place is it because you want a lot of money or is it because you want free time i know a lot of people they want to do their their hobbies or good causes and they want to have free time and that was me i wanted to have free time for my family and to do other things but then when they get in the business it kind of consumes them yeah and uh, then they don't have time for anything <laughs> and right. then they be, right. they think they're going to get freedom from their job but really they become a slave and so you just got to keep the big picture in mind all the time because i love that business can be all consuming yes it can be it can be and i love that so it's, it's important to stop we got a few gems from this today stop and and not only smell the roses but check your capacity right check if you're able to withstand the growth that you're chasing so stop and check your capacity. We also talked about stubbornness <laughs> and how it can potentially not only be to your detriment, but it can also help you push through those tough times because you're willing to stick it out and go through it, right? So it's not always a bad thing, but self-awareness, being self-aware is so valuable to be able to just take that moment and reflect on who you are and what it is you're doing. So I really love those gems that you dropped for us today, Casey. Uh, thanks. I I feel like I've learned a lot as well. This has been really good. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That's the whole point of being leaders on the rise is to have other leaders up there with you because it can be a lonely journey or it can feel lonely. So it's great to see that there's other people who are in it with you who've been through it and gone through some things and willing to share it so that you don't have to go through it as well. So, And that's the beauty of having a coach or consultant like you to be able to help guide people through things that you've been through. So your stories weren't in vain, all that pain that you experienced, it was so that you could help someone not have to go through it. So thank you for your service. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you for that encouraging word at the end that, that made me feel really good. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad I'm glad. <laughs> so everyone, if you want to learn more about Casey, be sure to visit caseystubs.com and you can learn more about his podcast and his speaking, as well as if you want to learn more about his trading business, go to trade it, trading, trading strategies.com. Yes. <laughs> and learn more about there, about how you can get involved and be able to learn more about how you can trade and be successful in that space. Thank you again, Casey. You're welcome. <laughs> Until next time on Leaders on the Rise. Lydia here. Thank you so much for listening to Leaders on the Rise. If you are a successful CEO, founder, C-suite executive, decision maker, successful business leader, or an influential entrepreneur who would like to be on this podcast, please visit pierrebrandinggroup.com slash podcast to apply. If you got something out of this interview you would like to share, 
on social media, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag leaders on the rise. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, pierrebrandygroup.com, or follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram at LydiaPierre underscore. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.